Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, and I am joined by my co-host all the way from Stoke on Trent, England. His name is Scott. How are you doing, Scott? Hello, Tyler. Hello to everybody listening. How are you doing? I am doing great. Where can people find you on Instagram? They can find me at the.batfan on Instagram. Nice, and you won't regret it when you find him, if you aren't already following him. Too kind, man. <laughs> so, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, feeling all right, yeah, feeling all right. And, yeah, all good. How's, uh, how's life for you? I've had a very, very fun and successful hunt and morning that I'm dying to share. Yes, but you, you got... You want me to go first? All right, I'll go first. Go for it. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. So the last two weeks, I have been steadily on the daily getting up around like, well, I get up anywhere from three to five, but I made sure to be at Walmart's right at six, be at Target's right when they open. And I've been all around the area where I live, just hunting for new DC multiverse figures of any kind can't find a thing i mean sometimes i'll find a good deal on old dc multiverse and about a month ago i came up on that five dollar each figure one but it's been dry so today i went to walmart and i got extremely happy when before my eyes i saw new multiverse figures i saw shazam and dr savannah and they look amazing Nice. That's such a great find. Yeah, and I, you sent me a picture the other day before we recorded of someone finding them, and I, I sent it right back. I was like, man, I can't. It just makes me want to hunt even more. So, <laughs> it's it's nice that actually seeing some pictures of people finding them and going to look and actually finding them yourself instead of just coming up dry for a long time. Nothing beats the fun of going out and finding a figure for yourself as well. True. There's just a, it is. It's a different kind of rush. <laughs> no, it really is. When you see that figure on the shelf, you just kind of snatch it. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah, especially, especially when you know it's new, you kind of see it and you kind of look around real quick to make sure no one else is, and you like check every paint job. And 
Yeah. I've, <laughs> before, a week ago, nobody even knew those figures existed. Now they're seemingly on shelves already. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and uh, you've seen you've seen a couple of pictures now. What do you think of the figures? I like them very much. I'm not bothered about Savannah that much. He looks decent, <laughs> but I'm not too bothered. But uh, Shazam looks very good. The articulation looks outstanding. He's got double jutted elbows. Is that right? Yes, indeed. That's amazing. And yeah, I, I really want to get that Shazam figure now. He looks better than the Aquaman. So I, I definitely got to get him. He looks fantastic. As soon as he gets up onto like Big Bad Toy Store, I'll, I'll probably get him. Yeah, you're you're right about the Doctor Savannah. He's a uh, he's okay. I mean, they did their best to make him cool. I don't just don't think he's a very cool looking character. Yeah, yeah I don't think Mattel had a lot to work with really. <laughs> to them. And I think it's funny they even gave him two head sculpts. But I mean, at, yeah, least, they're yeah. tr- at least they're trying. And uh, that's it. Yeah. As far as Mattel goes, they they've done a great job on him. It's just the fact that, like I say, it's not really very inspiring character. Yeah, and. I think they also realize that because I think they put out two waves of uh, figures because there is about there is 14 figures in total. 12 of them were Shazam and only two were Dr. Savannah. Right. Okay. That's probably but, smart. <laughs> yeah. So you could either say, oh, they're going to be rare figures or chase figures or, oh, okay, cool. They're not going to be peg warming because they only made a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is true. So, uh, I'm glad I got both of them just because I figured I'm going to need both to recreate scenes, but I'm telling you right now, looking, I, I have Shazam in here while I'm recording and I can't stop looking at him. I think that he's growing on me like every minute, how much I enjoy this figure. I I think it's great that you've got a figure in your hand that before, before the movie comes out as well, it just makes it more exciting. Yeah, for sure. And not only does he have double jointed elbows, which that's cool, but he has a different kind of uh, diaphragm joint that has not really been seen on multiverse figures, and it, it doesn't allow him just to rotate around the uh, the. It's like a, it's not just like an ab crunch. It allows him to uh, rotate smoothly side to side, and also helps him look up a lot for actually doing really cool flying poses which that's yeah. usually a big problem with like their Superman figures in the past. So that's pretty cool. I, I love this figure and I really hope this is how they start going from now on, because this would actually make me happy to go hunt for DC multiverse figures. Oh yeah, definitely. It looks fantastic. That figure does real upgrade. But it also bothers me now too, because of the other news that we've heard recently. Yes, that <laughs> Mattel is not even gonna have the the DC license pretty soon. It's gonna be the McFarland toys. At first, I, I, do you think Massa will lose their license or they'll work alongside one another? Is well, I don't know the whole thing. I just I I hope that uh, I don't know if it's they're giving it up or if McFarland gets to work do the things too, like DC collectibles and all them. Is mm. that what it is? I'm not too sure. All I know is it, it did quote, it did say the word multiverse in the thing. So I don't, I don't know whether multiverse yeah, that's probably, is a license. Probably. That's probably why I was confused. Yeah. It, it's, it is strange. I mean, no one's really clarified it. So it, 
it's just been announced that they'll make figures and that's kind of it. So it's very sort of very vague and <laughs> almost cryptic. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Just make sure you get this figure because this is dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm certainly going to get that to Shazam. Really want to get him. And then in terms of multiverse, I want to get that Penguin and Joker that are coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I wonder if those are going to be on they, shelves really quickly. certainly hope so. I, I hope they come available in the UK because if they do, that would be brilliant. If not, Big Bad Toy Story will have to uh, be the way. And you already pre-ordered them, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, nice. I think I have. I can't. I can't even remember. I've got that much stuff. <laughs> Pro- I probably have. If not, I'll. I more than likely will be very soon because I haven't seen them in the UK available anywhere. But yeah. Oh, and also while we're on about Big Bad Toy Store, I'm looking forward to that um, Black Suit Beast Kingdom Superman, who is supposedly being released very soon. Oh, nice. Very excited about that big bad toy store. I've got him on their pre orders sold out, and it's due in February, I think, or March. And you pre ordered them? March. Um, I'm going to be getting from a UK site if they get stock of him, which they usually okay. do. So um, the name escapes me, but it's a different site than Kapow Toys that you usually use. I think it's Toys in the Attic. They're very, very good. Oh, nice. I think I've heard of them or seen their site. Yeah, they're, they're very, very good. They, I, so I got my Mezco uh, Tactical Batman from. So yeah, check them out. Really good site. Nice. And you got a couple of new figures as well, right? Um, yeah, slightly older figures. So I got the Young Justice Kid Flash. Um, very nice diorama piece. Fantastic accessories that I'm going to hopefully take pictures of very soon. Um, nice. That's huge. But I'll be I'll be using just League Flash, not Kid Flash. <laughs> yeah, it's also cool. Not um, only a figure, but you get a cool piece. Yeah, nice little diorama that comes with it, which is pretty cool and fits into the animated series really well. So that'd be fun to take pictures of. Um, and I got a DC Classics Mister Miracle. Uh, um, it's a figure of a figure I've wanted for ages because I love the accessories that he comes with. That is nice. I'm going to start getting to work on some accessories. It comes with like these sort of almost like metal handcuffs sort of thing that he uses. I'm purely buying this photo because I had to pick this figure because I saw a photo that Ahsoka, who was at Ahsoka the Geek on Instagram, I saw a picture he put on of him and I was like, oh, I've got to get this figure. He looks outstanding. <laughs> um, and that was like six months ago and I've been looking for a decent price for ages and finally got one. So, yeah, it is a great figure. Fantastic. Oh, patience so, pays off. It does. No, I, I've been wanting to get him for ages, and it, it only available in the US. Finally, managed to get a UK seller that had one, so I bought it straight away. Nice, and we both have some new, some new fodder to play with for picks this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's always good. Yes, it's always fun to have a little mixture of new with some old stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. It's great to. Uh, Try out something different and have some different, um, different dioramas and different figures to take pictures of. It excites and helps creativity as well. You know what else excites and helps with the old creativity is what's that gaining back hundreds of followers that you lost overnight just the same way? Oh, yes, 
that that was awfully strange. Wasn't it? That, and, yeah, it was such a weird. Like, it's unexplainable, really. Yeah, and then, of course, we'll probably never get an explanation either. <laughs> no, then Instagram will try and sweep it under the carpet, sort of thing, perhaps. But yeah, it's very strange. I mean, it, it, if it's all bots coming back, then we don't want them. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> if, it's genuine, if it's genuine followers, then yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, and yeah, I was at first I was all for it. I didn't care if I lost people if they were just not even people. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if it's nice to it's nice to gain them back if they are for real. And yeah, I'm sure it also helped people that maybe were feeling discouraged because I know there's some and yeah. That's just a, that's just another weird thing day in the life of Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, I don't don't quite know what's going on with Scrum at the minute. It's being very strange and very weird. And I don't know if you noticed, but it's mixing posts up everywhere, all over the place. Stuff that is most recent isn't at the top always anymore. It's very strange. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't quite understand it. And then it comes up saying you've seen every post from the last two days and all that kind of stuff, and just know that we haven't. This is just weird. So, like, there's a photo I got here that was posted 21 minutes ago, and there's a photo that was posted 23 minutes ago above <laughs> it. So, I, I, God knows what's going on at the minute. Well, that's the uh, that's the classic algorithm. The the algorithm so stupid. Everybody, everyone knows the algorithm and how to use it, right? It, no, I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding. Weird. It's so unbelievably weird. That, it's the biggest mystery you know, of all. It actually is. I don't. I don't quite understand. Any yeah, I remember in the good old days, you would just post something, and in the normal time, people would see it as you posted it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know it would do well or it would do bad, or just okay. And now it's like, I could be on and I could see a post that I liked from months ago, and for some reason it's being shown again from like so. Someone that posted it months ago, and so why is yes. this popping? Why is this popping back up? Yeah, it's so weird. Um, well, it's been seen posts from like two, three days ago and stuff. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I'll even see um, recent, re- or I'll see likes in my stream on my notification list, and I'll look and I'll be like, "Oh, that picture's from a while ago," uh, and. People would just be commenting on it or just liking it, like just saw this, like how'd I miss this and stuff like that. <laughs> so it yeah, it's strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't know what the do they just want it? <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's pointless even to wonder at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna frustrate myself. Yeah, I I don't understand why Instagram think they're they're doing right now. It's very strange. I don't don't quite don't quite understand it at all, to be honest. But well, there's one way to lose followers via a glitch, but another way to lose followers is to take money from them. Oh yeah. Essentially. This is something I know we both <laughs> feel very strongly about. Yeah, and uh, I I just explained a little bit of this to you after the last episode because you know we kind of wanted to bring 
we kind of want. I kind of want to talk about it, but I didn't know if you knew about it. And, mm. and we discussed it a little bit, and you felt just as strongly as most people in the community. <laughs> I was absolutely outraged by it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's man. It's kind of good that you saw it later instead of right at the time too, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what we're talking about, and what I know, a lot of people have seen is uh there are people that do raffles for figures and it'll be like a rare figure and it'll be like a spot it'll be a raffle spot for a certain amount and it'll be also usually a ridiculous amount of spots to where if you add up all the money it'd be sometimes double or triple the price of the figure and, yeah. <laughs> and people are some people are doing it. Some people are calling it what it is and calling it scalping, but there's still people that do it. What do you think about it, Scott? Oh, I just think it's ridiculous, to be honest. Um, I almost don't feel sorry for the people that enter and lose their money because it's just an unbelievably stupid thing to do. I I, I, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, you have to really just not care about throwing away five to ten bucks or however much they charge it, it, it's honestly a laughable idea it really is i don't i don't understand it at all and why would you want to be the person taking money off everybody it's, it's just goes against everything that this community stands for really you know just taking hard-earned money from very kind <laughs> people that want just want an action figure for your own benefit and making ridiculous amounts off it. It's just so stupid. And uh, some of their defense would be like, well, you know, it's this, it's the same as gambling or buying like a scratcher that you pay five <laughs> bucks. And so that's the, the justification behind it. Which is a very poor justification. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely poor one. What do uh, you think? What do I think of it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just don't understand. I could, I kind of understand, but kind of don't understand. I could, I mean, I see why they're doing it. They want money and stuff, but I just see there's other ways to go about getting money instead of doing that. And also, if you're an established part of a community and, and, uh, and you're doing that it just doesn't look good on you because no. if you say you you're against scalping and that kind of thing but then you do that that's essentially the same thing and you look like a hypocrite yeah and yeah you could say okay it's like gambling what's the big deal well people <laughs> gambling is a pretty big deal there's people that get addicted to it and end up uh destroying their families and losing their lives because of it too so you can't just slough it off and say something like, oh, it's like gambling. You get, oh, well. He's like, oh, it's just an addiction, it's just like heroin. That's not a big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so, genuinely yeah. ridiculous, a ridiculous thing. Um, and they, they are, I, I think it's even worse than the people that buy and resell on eBay and scalp, you know, because you, you're paying money towards something that realistic you're never going to get and he used to say that nobody will get the figure and you can just take everybody's money and just claim it. like you know it's just stupid there's so many 
so many uh, ways that you're open to being scammed with it. And I'm not saying that everybody that does it scams, but I'm almost certain that there are, there are people out there that do. It's just, uh, no, it's just an incredibly stupid idea, if you ask me personally. But yeah, if you want so to fake it, go out and buy it. Don't raffle <laughs> for it. So it's safe to say you're not going to ever join one of those raffles? Not at all. And I'll never, ever host one either. Ah, oh, Scott. I was hoping you would uh, host one. I could join it. <laughs> no, and then we could... We, not going to happen. But then we, we could rig it so that you could let me win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if stuff like that happens. Oh, I mean... It really wouldn't just because of all the stuff you see on TV nowadays and documentaries exposing stuff like that. Yeah, it's just such <laughs> an insecure way of doing it over Instagram. So yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible idea. And I think if you do want to do that, don't uh, just create a whole different page and like keep it separate from like toy photography and stuff. <laughs> well, if you want to sell you... a figure, there's. Uh an unbelievably great website it's I'm just, let me just check uh, ebay yes <laughs> ebay go on ebay sell your figures on there stop scamming people on instagram that genuinely love these products and, and want to get them it's all very well saying oh yes people went to but there's like there's gonna be kids that are entering i don't know what they're getting into and stuff like that and I, I can't stand that it's just not acceptable yeah, because also when it first started, it wasn't a hundred percent clear what people were do what they were paying the five bucks for. So yeah. some people thought they were paying five bucks for the figure. Yeah, you see, that's terrible. That that's really terrible. I mean, people can say, "Oh, they know what they're getting into," or if they haven't read it properly, or we all know there's tactics out there to get people lured into these things. So that it's just, <laughs> just stupid. Very much so. <laughs> Yeah, I so, hope, hope it goes away very quickly. No, I think uh, I think it will. Be. I just already I noticed a lot of people giving it less and less attention. No, but good. We haven't reacted to it yet, so I figure we should. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that definitely does need to be mentioned and brought to light. Yeah, I've I've already seen people do memes about it. I've seen uh, gin figs make fun of it a few times. I hope, <laughs> I hope he eventually comes on the show. I'm trying to find where he where he makes fun of it. Yeah, that'd be brilliant to have him on. I'm sure he'd uh, give a frank and honest opinion about it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not seeing it right away, so I don't want to keep trying to look for it. But shoot, yeah. If you guys haven't followed Jin Fig, look him up and look at some of his memes. He he does some funny stuff. <laughs> but how uh, how are things going for you in terms of doing your setups and stuff for this weekend? Have you already set everything up for the big Young Bruce weekend? Yeah. Um, so I've done all five photos. Finished them off tonight actually, funnily enough. I needed to do three pictures tonight, so Done three more. Um, you already did them. Yeah, I've got all I've got all five pictures done now. So, um, dang, you're a machine. Well, this, well, this podcast is going to go out on like 
Saturday night, so I can tell you yeah. some of the pictures on now. Because um, oh, cool. anybody listening, we're on Thursday night now. So, okay, here we go. So, so I get I get exclusive access. Do you get exclusive <laughs> access? Do or or if you tell everybody, then everybody. Gets no, I'm not going to tell. <laughs> no. Uh, no um, so I've done a p- first picture that I took was a Batman Zero Year um, oh. figure. The for like the first appearance suit, the Greg Capullo one. I took that with Catwoman on a rooftop. So. Um, with what kind of like background and everything uh so it's got like a it's just a classic gotham city background it's like got a blue sky with like sort of yellow lighted uh, sort of yellow lit up windows um and i got like a rooftop with a little gargoyle sat in front of it and nice. just a couple of accessories around it um it's not the yeah. greatest of pictures but it's just a picture of the batman i wanted to take well it's it sounds picture. cool to me and I have a question in regards to that Batman. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, that Batman is currently available at a comic shop less than a mile away from me. And oh, nice. I've heard I've heard many people say they really enjoy that Batman. You said you like that Batman. Osoka said he likes that Batman. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that is a must-have or what? Uh, yeah, I certainly think so because it, it's got... Um every bit of detail you'd want from a first appearance Batman. The cape looks really, really nice. The suit looks fantastic. I love all the sort of like the pads on his knees and shoulders. Um and he's got the the gun strap around his leg which just looks so freaking awesome. And the purple gloves look fantastic. He looks really, really cool. So I definitely recommend him. I've never ever taken a picture of him but I love the figure. What? No, I've never been able to get a good picture, and I tried a few times, but um, I don't know. I just can't do the figure justice whatsoever because it looks fantastic. But well, um, thank, thank goodness you're ending that drought. Yeah, it needs, I need need to try and take a picture of it for this weekend. It's perfect for it. Um, nice. But that one, along with also the survival suit Batman, that's just one of my favorite action figures. It's just a phenomenal figure that one, but I've not taken a picture of it this weekend because it's actually pretty boring. I didn't want to do that. It's a bit predictable because I've done done a few pictures of it lately, so I want to try something different. Nice, and that's so, uh, so that's that's picture number one. Uh, number one. Um, so another picture I've taken. I, had, I mean, it had to happen. I did an on leather wings picture. Um, yes. So that that it had to happen because it is the beginning of Batman for all of us fans, as we know, the legend of Kevin Conroy. And it's just a great episode too. It is a great episode, yeah. So absolutely had to do an on leather wings picture. It was the first thing that popped into my mind when the steam was announced. I was like, right, on leather wings is the first picture that I'm gonna take. Nice. It has that's, to happen. That's proper. Yeah. I mean, even if it isn't Batman's like technical, technically, his early years. It's kind of like with Kevin Conroy and the whole flashbacks to being a kid. So I've got got to do a picture of that. It's got to happen. It's our it's our early years of Batman. It is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it my is. favorite Alfred line ever is from that episode. It's oh. from when when he gets the phone call. And he's like, "Sir, a, a Bambi for you." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so cancel your film tonight. So. 
Yeah. Wasn't it, sir? <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> that's my favorite. But uh, I think that is a that's already those two pictures sound money, and I love, I absolutely love that you picked on leather wings for early years. Yeah, on leather wings was it had to happen. It's just too good not to. And, and you're too smart to let that opportunity pass you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, as soon as I think of early years, it had to be that one because like the fight with the police in that episode as well. So, and it's like the. <laughs> The one of the only times we get to see Batman fighting with the police when it's real. Obviously, we see it in Over the Edge, but in in that episode, it's actual a real fight going on with the police. They still don't know if he's good or bad. So, yeah, and even it's then, a, he still he like still saves one of them, and just so yeah, it's still, yeah. It's awesome seeing him try to balance all that. No, it really is, and, and you know you said it before, but it's much more than just a fight between a criminal and a hero so it's it's great to see the dynamic of the characters in that first episode yeah and it also uh, sprinkles a little bit of something and the technology and stuff that will be even talked about all the way through justice league unlimited yeah 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 absolutely yeah and scenes from that episode are repeated in justice league unlimited as well with like batman when he flies past and like what was that ah yes so even stuff like that they still pay homage to it like 10 years 15 years down the line so yeah it's a pretty great episode and so many moments in it that are just classic batman moments um (laughs) but yeah yeah i love the security guard that's doing the voiceover for the radio commercials oh yeah that's good (laughs) that is funny and then the other doctors trying to get their Mac on. <laughs> so all these little things are just so iconic. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a great first episode. There's something about it. Not just because it's the first one, but something about it is pretty special. Yeah. Is it, are those the only uh, Are those the only two you could tell us about, or do you have another uh, one? No, I, I, there's another one I've done um, yeah. with Batman from Arkham Origins, and I've done you know the Greg Capullo Red Hood figure. Yeah, yeah. So I've done a shot with that, with both of them in Ace Chemicals. Ah, uh, you know what stinks? Go on. Is that Red Hood figure I love that you, you're just talking about, the Capullo one? Yeah. And for a while, you could find them on Amazon for 11 bucks, and now it's gone up again. To an oh, no way. I was about to try to army build them. <laughs> oh, an army build would be great with that figure. Yeah, just to get a bunch of the uh, the thug hood because you know how it comes with the two hoods. Yeah, yeah, I would want to do like some of the like build up the little red hood army. It's still such a weird way of of introducing a character, like with a big red sort of hat on him. <laughs> yeah, big red dome hat. It's so strange, especially the Capullo version that doesn't go all the way down. Yeah, it's dead weird, isn't it? And it's yeah. a great figure, but it's just very odd. Oh, it's a really cool figure, and also really good if you want to uh, do customs. And do you have the Mezco Joker? I do, yeah. Yeah, it's also cool if you like have a spare, like red cape, and you take off the the. You could put the long red hood onto the Mezco one and make it kind of look like he's like taking off the helmet with a smile underneath, stuff like that. 
So oh, it's a good idea. That's the reason I like that Capullo figure because you could do so much different things with in terms of also uh, I made my the the Batman who laughs custom because I just like cut that in half and uh, made it look I did just I mean it was pretty easy after just cutting it and stuff to so I feel like you could do a lot of different customs with that as well. Yeah, that's a great idea. I do like that. Yeah. It's good but fun. It's a shame that it went back up in price. <laughs> yeah. I think I got mine for about twenty two pounds or something like that, which isn't particularly cheap. It's not that expensive, but it's not cheap. But I would like to army build it. That'd be pretty cool to do that. It does look a great figure. Yeah, it's always cool to just build up any kind of things with clowns and joker thugs and anything <laughs> joker, joker really like don't you have a couple of the figures that have one arm from arkin um yeah so i've got um i've got sickle i finally worked out his name it's sickle, sickle. it's sickle that's his name um is his middle name cell um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you got uh, Sickle and then yeah, Mr. Hammer's the other one. I'm still on the hunt for him. Hopefully find him one day. Ah, uh, uh, Mr. Hammer. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I remember for a while those figures were pretty cheap here too in America. They're like around 12, 15 bucks. I don't know if they still are. But yeah, if you're still on the lookout by the time you come out here, we got you. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. I'm, I'm so excited to look for figures like that, like some of the older classic figures. I, You know what I'm really excited about? Is having someone to go with me on hunts that's just as excited. Oh, yeah, same. It's going to be so cool. Very strange at the same time, but so cool. We'll, we'll be yeah, fighting we, over the same figure if there's anyone. <laughs> and I could have you, I could like basketball plays, like if we see someone else, I could box someone out for you or put a screen on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, in terms of my daily Batman shots, yes. Today's shot is the mechanic, and that's another episode that tends to be forgotten about, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, for sure. But there's a couple, uh, I think, very cool, iconic things in it that Batman fans remember, and it's oh. I, there's one thing for sure that's from Batman Returns in this that you don't really see a lot. I don't think you see it at all in any other Batman episode. It's, uh, you know, in Batman Returns, Penguin has the big old uh, duck mobile. Yeah. Yeah, in this episode, he puts someone in the duck mobile and, like, as they go down a drain, they kill him. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's the first time I saw that. I was like, oh, that's nice that they incorporated that. Yeah. It's pretty and, cool to see something like that, like almost like an exact replica of the one from that movie. Yeah, and it almost makes you wish you were watching that too. <laughs> yeah, true. but um, this episode—it's all—it's like we finally get some answers to uh, how Batman keeps up his Batmobile, and who works on that. And that's pretty cool. His name is Earl Cooper, and at the beginning of the episode, Batman and Robin are after. Penguins thugs, and they they're after him as a bridge goes up to let a boat go through, and they crash the Batmobile, and so the thugs get away. So Batman and Robin take it to their secret mechanic that 
for the first time we get to see as well. Like I said, his name's Earl and he works there with his daughter. And we see that in the meantime, while he fixes the Batmobile, he even gives Batman and Robin something that's coming out very soon that Scott and I desire very much and is the the bat pods, the motorcycles. Yes. That's fantastic. So, yeah, so it's cool we get to see where he, they get those and it's cool also we see like Batman and Alfred, I guess they don't do everything themselves all the time because that would probably be exhausting after a while. Yeah, it's pretty cool to learn about somebody who is kind of an outsider who, who's kind of involved in the operation. I like Earl Cooper's backstory as well. It's a pretty cool story. Yeah, and it's also uh, cool to see someone else doing something besides Lucius as well. He's maybe more like a Lucius Fox in the Dark Knight than even Lucius in the Batman the Animated Series. He probably is, to be fair, yeah, because Lucius is very much like a Wayne Enterprises guy in that series and has nothing to do, or virtually nothing to do, with his um, vigilante exploits. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to see somebody else come in on that role. Would you venture to say even maybe Christopher Nolan merged the two? He he quite literally did, didn't he, with all the tech that he... He provided Batman in that trilogy, so yeah, he kind of did. Because we already pretty much can gather from based on the Dark Knight trilogy, and you've pointed out many times that there you could see many times where Christopher Nolan has taken inspiration from BTAS. Yeah, definitely. So no, I wonder if that is the case. <laughs> yeah, perhaps so. It, it quite it, it literally is the opposite of. In, in like the Nolan verse, because it starts off with Lucius being the, the sort of guy that gets Bruce um, equipment, and then ends up with him being in charge of Wayne Enterprises. And then in the Batman animated series, he's very much based on the company. And then you kind of get to learn more about him and how he helps Bruce with his other stuff. And the mechanic guy comes in on his um, vehicles and stuff as well. So it's a little bit almost the opposite in a way. Yeah, that's a good point as well. And then, yeah, at the very end, we get to see how which he's not just a mechanic, but he actually helps out uh, Batman and Robin by leaving a clue that helps them stop the Penguin's uh, plan, which is controlling the Batmobile. It's like, man, Penguin's really got a fetish with controlling that Batmobile. <laughs> he yeah, does. he really has. <laughs> he uh, did it in Batman Returns and I think maybe that's why they did the little nod to Batman Returns with the duck they're like okay we're just going to copy that storyline <laughs> yeah it kind of is isn't it I, yeah. it, is, but it is funny though when he's in control of that vehicle it, it is quite, it is quite funny I love the voice actor for Penguin he's brilliant uh, yeah he's perfect 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 <laughs> amount of snobbery <laughs> yeah, I do love some of the the language he uses. It's yeah, it's so funny. And then did have you did you see the picture I posted along with the episode today? Uh, of where am I looking here? The mechanic. Oh, the mechanic. Oh, yeah, I've seen the mechanic picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that picture, and I like that you've. I can I can see Val Kilmer's Batmobile. Yes, mixed in there, I can see it. It's. Every uh, Batmobile that I have that is a six-inch scale, I have the original, uh, I think it was called like the Coupe, and it was a Kenner, I think it was from the Batman Returns line, 
and it would be where Bruce Wayne's at, at the front and you could pull this lever and a secret uh, figure that you have in there would pop up and it was Batman. It was like a quick quick transformation style thing. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, it was my first Batmobile ever and it wasn't really even really a Batmobile. It was just a sports car. So <laughs> I, I was disappointed as I got older and realized it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have the Batman Forever Batmobile in there. So that's cool. And then the old school, uh, well, it's funny to say, old school new Batman Adventures Batmobile. Oh, I, that's great. You should definitely take some pictures of that if you can. I, I, I need to, except for I'm missing the top. Oh, that no. Sucks. Yeah. And then I have a, I have the BBS. Uh, I got that as a Christmas present this year from my mom. And, uh, it was a pretty cool gift. The fact that my mom got me a Batmobile was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's can't go I wanted, that as a gift. Yeah, I wanted to include all the little Batmobiles in there I could because yeah, like we talked about previously, seven times through you gotta keep trying to think of new ways to improve it. So Yeah. I gotta that's find hard. I gotta find a duck to try to incorporate that in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant. I see penguin on like a rubber duck. Yeah, I gotta find a huge one. Try yeah, a big, a big rubber duck. That'd be funny. I think that's the only way I could uh, get something new into that episode as well. Especially oh. with the until we get the bat pods. Yeah, oh, the bat, oh, the bat, yeah, the bat pods are gonna be brilliant. I, I just wish they did like a Robin head with the motorcycle helmet. I'm sure uh, we have some. I think Rank Customs will probably do that like no problem oh yeah definitely I'd love to see him make one and it would just be perfect for a Robin's Reckoning pick oh it would as well yeah yeah that moment when he does like a, a slide along the, the the pier on the motorbike that's just such a great scene yes and he's just dragging that guy's body as he's driving <laughs> yeah that definitely couldn't be on TV today for little kids no, for sure. Just dragging a mob boss's body on the pier. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much of that show that would not be allowed on TV these days. And that was just a Saturday morning cartoon back in the day. Yeah, because even in that same episode, when he's a little kid and it shows him trying to find his killer before yeah. Batman, like in his year one outfit, finds him, he's like picked up and hanging out with a, a prostitute. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm like, mommy, who's Robin eating with? A uh, lady, just a lady. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, a lady uh, of the night. A lady yeah, of the night. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> uh, I thought Batman was the night. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. He actually is. All right, so you've still not seen the Lego movie yet, correct? I've still not seen it. I'm going to be seeing it on Saturday, I've decided, because I'm off on Saturday. So I'm going to go and see it on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Okay, okay. We're going to hold you to your word. Yes, I promise I will go and see it on Saturday. But unless something disastrous happens. No, no, no. Even if disaster happens. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, I, too... I'm going to try to see it this weekend, probably Saturday. Awesome. But, we I mean, we got to since it is 
Lego theme week on our show. We gotta see it. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna do this is uh, this is homework. Yes, for sure. And we already had one great guest in the world of Lego. It was uh, who was at Let Go and Lego, and that was a lot of fun. His name is Joe. And if you haven't heard that episode, you definitely need to listen to it because it was a lot of fun. He gave us tons of information. And he was actually someone that was truly passionate about what he does. And it comes through, it came through with how he was talking. And that was alone, uh, very fun. And if you aren't following him again, you can follow him at let go underscore n underscore Lego. And who, who do we have coming up next, Scott? Okay, so next we have a guest who is from the British Isles. So I, I have I, I have an ally. I have an ally coming up. <laughs> hey, I'm um, your ally. I'm not your enemy. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he is um, at JRC underscore Rose on Instagram. I'm sure many people have heard of him. He's got 7,800 followers, so he's pretty big in the toy and Lego community. And he takes such fantastic, rich, beautiful coloured photos of many, many kinds of Lego figures. Anything from Batman to anything. Yeah, yeah you're, not, got, you're got, not. Anything from Batman to firefighters, anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're not kidding when you say his colours are are rich. I'm looking at some of the stuff right now and just looking at the pictures, it's almost like intoxicating just how pretty the colours are. Yeah, it's crazy. There's so many, so many different, uh, so many different bright shades going on there. Even of the same color, there's so many different things happening in every picture. And I love the lighting that he uses. It's such a subtle but fantastic light. Um, like one of my favorite pictures of his is of the Two Face um, Batman Lego figure. It's just absolutely outstanding photo. The Burton one. Um, Burton Two Face, yeah, that's just absolutely phenomenal picture. I love it. Oh man, yeah, where it's like dripping. Yeah, it just looks absolutely oh. sensational. Outstanding yeah. photo. And then underneath that one, if you're looking at the full page, is uh, like that creepy Christmas one with snow, and I don't even know the character, but it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And then he also has tons of uh. He has tons of Batman rogues one. Like he has just a classic Two-Face from the comics. Poison Ivy. So this Scott, I, Scott introduced me to this page. I hadn't seen it until uh, he mentioned it. And I am glad. Yeah, it's, it's a truly fantastic page. He's got outdoor shots and so many different so many different things going on. Um, and as well as that profile, he's also got um, another one, which is pretty mad. I can't. I can't even sustain one page sometimes. Never mind two. <laughs> what is um, that? One? But, uh, so it's at the toy pile, all one word. Uh, and he's got some outstanding BTS shots, lots of Arkham pictures, some Funko in there too. A little bit of Marvel, which I won't mention. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's got a little bit of everything on there. It's absolutely cracking profile as well. Um, so yeah, check it out. Some beautiful lighting and great camera work that he's got on there. 
Yeah, and I, uh, he also has really cool dioramas. And he, he does yes. stuff. You can tell he does some shots with some smoke effects. A little yeah, digital, definitely. a little uh, tangible. He's also he got the Capullo figures as well, which is going to be fun to ask him about. Oh, yeah. It'll also be fun to ask him about some of these figures. Uh, there, he shoots these some these figures I've seen a lot throughout my years of toy photography, and I don't know what they are, so I'm actually looking forward to asking him. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like those figures with like the hair in front of their eyes and stuff. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder where they get them and what those are. Yeah, it's always good to learn about new figures and see new things that people do that are really yeah. popular. But yeah, no, it's going to be a, a blast of an episode. These really kind guys, been very yeah, very welcoming to me and in the community, and also been very welcoming to us as a podcast. He's said some very nice things about us, which is fantastic and really means a lot. Well, I haven't heard any of it, so you care to share? Uh, yeah, no, it, he's he listens to our podcast while he's at work. Anybody that can escape from work via our podcast is a fantastic way to, to do it. But Really? Um, yeah, so he, he regularly listens to our show. So, it's yeah, it's, it's fantastic. That is very kind of him. And, yeah, I'm glad that uh, he enjoys it, of course. Yeah, for sure. still blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, I'm looking forward to that one. When is that interview officially taking place? So we are going to be doing that on Saturday night at 11 p.m. UK time, which is going to be fantastic. Which will, which will be 3 p.m. in the good old California. Yes, <laughs> indeed. It'll be nice and quiet for us here in the UK. <laughs> yeah, I, hopefully it's not continuing to rain. It's still raining here like crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, and we're not uh, because California is not used to rain, uh, <laughs> especially this long. Uh, people they're just not prepared for it with uh, houses and roads and stuff. So people are freaking out because it's starting to get a little flooded. Oh, that, okay, that's not good. Or everywhere else around the world would probably laugh at the little bit of rain that's freaking people out here. It's it's actually freaking people out here. <laughs> oh, if, honestly. When it comes to things like that, if it snows even slightly in the UK, everything grinds to a halt. You get people panic buying bread and milk. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not even joking. It's embarrassing. That's funny. It's absolutely embarrassing. (laughs) Anybody who's from the UK will be cringing listening to this (laughs) because it's so true. They just panic buy everything. Oh, it's so funny. I love seeing this country tear itself apart when it snows. Yeah, well, yeah, just like that. Like, also, the people don't know how to drive in the rain, so there's way more accidents. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You always got <laughs> one person that thinks they're Michael Schumacher flying through. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till you get here and see the uh, craziness that is LA freeways. I th- that is one thing, very bizarre thing that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing. I'm not because I've heard a lot about it. Oh, it's bizarre. <laughs> Just sitting on the driver's side of a car and having no steering wheel or pedals, well, what to me would be the driver's side, is going to be so strange. 
Yeah, that will be weird for you too. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be just like, there'll be a car in front. Of, hang on, the brake's not there. <laughs> Where's the steering wheel gone? This is very strange. You'll be, you'll be pushing a phantom brake pedal in case you panic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, do you have any, any, any last things before we go, sir? Any? Uh, well. Actually, one thing I have seen is um, I've seen Extreme Sets are going to be releasing a, a sewer 2.0. Oh. Which is, and now the sewer is the one set I was contemplating on getting next. And that, that may now be two sets because they look like they're, they're going to sort of Conjoined. work together. Yeah, yeah. Dang. So, yes, Extreme Sets once again denting the wallet significantly. <laughs> Um, it's not bad that new figures are coming out. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Now we got extreme sets versions coming out. Uh-oh. Yes, it's very dangerous. I already find myself going there daily debating stuff all right now. So, <laughs> oh, extreme sets are making it so hard at the minute because there's so many great releases coming out and already out. So it's yeah, it's not going to be easy to decide. Are you itching to buy one? Yes. In in a very simple and blunt answer, yes, very much so. If you um, can hold out, if you can hold out, try to hold out till you get here. Yeah, I, I think I probably will to to be fair. I mean it, it makes sense. It'll just save you so much more money. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting um some more extreme sets. I mean I'm looking asylum, forward I'm looking forward to having you order a bunch of stuff here so I just feel the joy of having packages come to my house every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even if it's not brilliant. for me, it'll just feel cool. Yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely brilliant. Don't yeah. you? Love I love getting packages. Oh, it's, it's so much fun! Like coming home today and having two big boxes sat on my bed was brilliant. Ah, yes. It's it's so much fun. Even if you know what's inside them, it's just still just, fun. Just rip it all open and take pictures before you even take the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these beautiful, all the beautiful packaging, which I know that uh, Jason we, talk, we talked about. Oh, yeah, with our old guest Jason, all that effort that he put into the packaging, and then we just going to rip it all up and don't have a care in the world about it. Yeah, I try to at least take one picture, so it's like, okay, I don't feel too bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. But yeah, that's a that's actually a great reminder. In fact, uh, I'm going to be checking checking uh extreme sets more often now just in case they do have any sales or have new stuff pop up because i'm dying to get another new extreme sets yeah definitely i'd, I'd love to see them do some more like, arkham related ones as well like and like maybe a, like a, a black gate extreme set or something to be cool so i have a like question that. yes I have, a, have you seen their gas station one yeah, do you know i didn't know that existed until the other day when i saw it as an advertisement can you, um, on their own site, so you don't know if you if it's a one that you could put a figure inside the gas station or if it's just all exterior. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I've seen you. You probably can. Because I'm thinking with a Shazam figure, that's almost perfect for that scene in the movie where they're at the gas station. It, it, yeah, that's very true. Actually, that is very good point. But I mean, hey, I'm a superhero. 
brilliant. It, it, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. From the pictures, I'm 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 going to say no. Yeah. But, but it's, it's hopefully they're cool, listening. Hopefully they're listening and they 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 make that. You could get like a, a Batmobile picture of Batman filling up with gas. <laughs> oh yeah. And also, if you have RoboCop, that would make a good scene. If you've seen RoboCop, it does. It does look very nice that set though. I I, I like the. I don't know if you've seen the animated port pop up one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that a lot, but it just doesn't tickle my fancy. Really, oh, I, I like the look of that. I don't know it, what it is. I like the look of it too, but I feel, I see a lot of pictures of people doing it, and I don't know if it's just they don't. They're not catching the right lighting, or it just doesn't have enough depth to the background. But you could almost you could see the lines a lot, where you could just see it's a cardboard box. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I don't know it's, if it's just early stuff, early printing, or, or people didn't or wore it quickly or put wear and tear. I don't know. It just gives me that um, sense of the father sort of memories. Ah, uh, yeah, it does. That's it. And also, uh, scratch my back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That as well. <laughs> mm. So I'm That's not good. glad that you brought up the uh, extreme sets. That's a good, good little reminder. I have one also, one last one. I don't know if you've seen the deluxe control pop-up diorama as well. That looks absolutely outstanding. The the one that you you're thinking of getting one of those style for Justice League Control Center the Watchtower. Yeah, I would love to get. I, I, it's hard to choose the two uh, out of the two, but I think I'd probably go for the brown one. Even though the, the gray one's probably more like the Justice League animated series, the brown one just looks so much cooler. You've got like a window that you can see through and in in well not see through but see out into space. You got like a, a big terminal and everything. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it's a smaller, also... smaller scale one as well, which is perhaps a little disappointing. But you still use it for those Justice League Unlimited matter figures. Yeah, I think it would look good. And also, uh, you could do the Batman where he's trying to fly the Watchtower back into Earth. Oh yeah, that, that's just an epic scene with the window looking out. Yeah, it's an epic scene. I definitely think that that would be a good purchase. But yeah, you said it's more like a four inch. Yeah, at least, at least I think it is. Um, yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a small scale one, but still, it it looks outrageous. Definitely gonna get one of them. Hmm. Well, yeah, just make sure you wait. We'll get you all hooked up. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait for it. But yeah, I mean, other than. Other than that, I don't have anything really brand new other than make sure that if you're in the U.S. or anywhere, really, hopefully they're starting to release the Shazam figures, Multiverse. Yeah, they look great. I'm looking forward to getting that Shazam. It sucks that the DC Multiverse are really good about getting the movie figures out over the other figures, but at least we're getting something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised Mexico haven't done pre-orders. That's true. I'm surprised they haven't released little pre-orders for that as well. Mm, very strange. Yeah. We'll probably see an Aquaman pre-order in May and it'll come out following 
Yeah, you could get in time for Aquaman too. Oh yeah, <laughs> from it, it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, wouldn't. You order the Shazam, you can get him before his next movie. <laughs> uh, it probably been recasted by then. Oh, don't say that. That's already freaking me out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, are you looking forward to the guest? Very much so. It's going to be a blast. I really can't wait. Won't yeah, speak to James for a long time. Yeah, and it'll be cool talk to him about Manning. Uh, two very different style toy photography profiles and yeah. the, switching in and out of those modes. And also, uh, yeah, just continuing the Lego theme. Hopefully next week we can both discuss the Lego movie in depth. Yes, that's definitely going to happen. Yes. All right, so we uh, want to thank you guys again for listening to the show. We want to thank you again for the messages that you send us, letting us know that you enjoy for commenting that you enjoy for writing reviews on iTunes and anywhere else you listen. Thank you for that. Thank you for uh, not only for the reviews and stuff, but that stuff also keeps us inspired, keeps us uh, motivated to want to do this. And not only that, but continue to take photos and, we really do appreciate the support. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy uh, the guests that we continue to get. And yeah, we'll see you guys on the other side. This is DC Figures and Collectible. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures and that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mafex level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, they have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs. Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from 50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor. Exactly. And articulation on those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures, are they're not cloth. They're like Mafex style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hello and welcome everybody to DC Figures and Collectibles and we are at the guest portion of the show and right now we have with us if you aren't following him already you can find him at JRC underscore Rose that is at one of his accounts and we'll have him talk about his other account a little bit later in the show 
and uh, his name is James, and we are happy to have him here. How are you doing, James? Evening, Mole. Evening. How are we doing? We are doing fine. We are also joined by Scott, who is in Stoke on Trent, England. Scott, what's up? Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very well, thanks. How's it going? Yeah, I'm just about awake this evening. I managed to get my son to sleep and, yeah, finally got a bit of freedom, got some Lego set up in front of me. It's all good to go. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound awesome. Now, what we usually do and what we want to do right off the bat, and if you could indulge us, we would like to know if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you grew up, how you came into a loving comics or heroes or into that sort of thing and uh, how it progressed into where you are now I'll give you the abridged story rather than the full one Um, started reading comics I think when I was about 16 um, just going to local library stuff like that and then I found a comic book shop in my hometown and being like horny teenager the first thing you go (laughs) for is what poison ivy on the front cover (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was my first sort of introduction to dc um obviously at that age i had no idea what was going on so you grab like the first front cover that looks all right and from there it was a a rabbit's uh into the rabbit hole really just throwing money at comics um i've had to cut back this is like 16 years later now a bit more selective as to what i buy i don't just go off uh boobies on the cover anymore (laughs) (laughs) um and i think after that really it's once you start buying comics you start buying figures and you want to sort of i don't know emulate those characters which you've been reading about and the easiest way of doing that is buying the figure so then you start off with uh your dc directs and then you dip into hasbro and then you dip into star wars Black series, yeah, it's just a, it's a, a long, long journey of just throwing money at plastic, effectively. <laughs> so many different rabbit holes to fall down. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I think that's the trap we live in these days. We're all grown up, we've all got money, but we still have the, the childlike desire to buy figures. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's for sure. Now you have two profiles. Uh, tell, can you tell us about the other one? Oh, which one do you want to know? Lego or figures? What do you fancy? Uh, well, we introduced you as the Lego one, but what is your yes. figure one? My figure one basically came about where, well, I've collected Lego since I was a little kid. And then once the comic book started, I got the figures. And trying to keep those kind of separate on one account, I was a bit OCD about <laughs> it to begin with. You have so much Lego and then you'll throw in an action figure. And it was a combination of me not liking it and people saying, well, I followed you for Lego. I'm unfollowing now because of this. So, no <laughs> thought, way. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of a weird one, but I thought, right, I'm going to straighten it out. <laughs> um, and I think my figure stuff as well, I collect like various different stuff, but a few of them were more like designer figures. Um, I, I don't know. It seemed a bit more of a grown-up side having the figure account right because obviously lego is predominantly a child's toy i think the age that's on the box is like six to twelve so to have one with action figures where you can do stuff like war and violence <laughs> i don't know it just felt a bit more grown up so that i kind of jumped onto that nobody really knew who i was on the figure account which was quite nice as well so i had a bit more 
freedom um, without just being the Lego guy. So you weren't having little kids tagging onto your new accounts. You could, I don't know, just a bit more adult themes. Mm-hmm. And if you scroll far enough down on my feed, there's, <laughs> there's some pretty <laughs> adult stuff at the bottom. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, you'll go blind if you look at it for too long. <laughs> uh, brilliant. But no, like with your, I, I mean, you brought it up, the designer figures with your account, you do a lot of the Greg Capullo figures. I know they're figures that you love. Um, and so do I. I think they're just amazing, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. I think Capullo and Snyder's run on the New 52 comics with Court of Owls and, and everything, that really kind of redefined Batman for me. And then to grab those that designer series... Yeah, it was just really good fun to try and recreate moments from those comics, which I loved so much. I think the Batman Thrasher suit, I've had that since it came out. I absolutely adore the figure, um, but it's only been in the last month or so that I've managed to sort of get the articulation working properly on it. <laughs> they're, just, they're such good-looking figures, and you, I'd quite happily keep them as statues almost. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Mate. That Thrasher suit looks fantastic. I do want to get that one day. Looks I know, it's, it's a beautiful piece. The fingers are articulated a lot. It's not bad for DC Direct at all. <laughs> and you're part of the reason that I've spent a lot of money on this line, so thank you for that. Oh, you're <laughs> very welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I can drag you down to my level. <laughs> I mean, I, I will thank you personally, but my wallet probably won't. No, I don't think any of our wallets are going to be thanking us anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, when... You go to shoot. How do you go about uh, the process of picking if you're going to shoot Lego or shoot figures, or do you have a schedule for that? Uh, how do you go about picking what you're going to shoot? It really kind of depends on what I pick up at the time. I tend to hoard toys. I've got so many figures and stuff at the minute. I try to keep like a, a nice divide between the Lego and the figures account. So Saturday and Sunday I usually have off. So I'll shoot a like Lego on Saturday, Sunday I'll switch it to figures. So I've kind of got enough fresh content to last me the week. Um, since my son was born, that's kind of gone out the window. So literally now it's whatever I can grab hold of, whether it's Lego, whether it's a figure. Yeah, it's yeah. Kids take up a lot of your time. <laughs> not gonna lie. But I think at the moment with the Lego Movie coming out, I'm yeah pretty Lego orientated at the minute. I've picked up loads of the collectible minifigure blind bags and they're all literally just sat on my side waiting to go. I've managed to shoot a, managed to shoot a couple so far. Um, but yeah, they're just, I'm itching to get my hands on them and just get them from in front of the camera. We were talking about those new minifigure, the Lego minifigure blind ones. They're, they're fantastic. I absolutely love them. They are really good. I think I've, I wasn't bothered when I first saw them released, but once you sort of you've got them in front of you in the supermarket and you're feeling for the figures, mm-hmm. yeah, I, need, I need, definitely need to get all of these. <laughs> we were talking about the uh, Abraham Lincoln figure, and that's one you've taken a shot of. I, I love that photo; it's brilliant. It's a brilliant figure, and I think the great thing about Lego is you, there's so many reusable pieces, like the Abraham Lincoln figure alone, like. The top hat and beard, I think that can be used in other concepts. Like his jacket, his face, like it's got double-sided, so you've got two expressions. So you can just pull apart any minifigure, whack it onto another one, 
and you've got a whole new creation. And I think that's part of the beauty of Lego in general. It's never ending possibilities. Yeah, that's got to be the best thing about Lego. It's just, it's so recyclable, if that's a word. But yeah, it, you can just mix it up in any, any way you want. With Absolutely, Lego. yeah. I think another great thing about Lego, you never have any wonky paint jobs. Which is yeah, absolutely true. love. And when you're buying figures and stuff, you get stuff on pre-order. It turns up and it's boss-eyed, and that is an absolute killer. Mm-hmm. But I think with Lego, you know you're going to open that box. Everything's going to be spot on. You're not going to get any googly-eyed mini figures. <laughs> it's just a really easy buy. <laughs> that's a very good point, actually. It's a very good point. Yeah, that's very true. They're always spot on with the paint. Because that's basically 90% of the figure, really. Absolutely, yeah. I've got three Lego sets turned up in... Well, my sister-in-law has brought over some charity shop Lego, which she found. And I've got a complete X-Wing fighter sat in front of me, a a Jedi Starfighter, and a little Minecraft Lego set, which uh, I'm itching to build. It's not bad for a charity shop find either, so... (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I'll get a chance to shoot in that soon. Nice. And uh, when you do shoot and when you get set up, uh, what do you like to do? Do you like to throw on some music? Do you like to have some tea, a beer? Uh, do you like to throw on the lights first? Do you build the diorama first? Like, what? How do you go about doing that? I think, that, as I've said to Scott a few times, a lot of it is just mucking about and winging it. <laughs> I wish I could process. I think a lot of the time it's pull out the figure, Pose it in a way that looks vaguely dynamic. Rotate it 360 in front of your eye just to make sure it works. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is quite nice just to build like a little bit of a diorama behind it. I used to be big into just having it on block white background, just because then you got the full effect of the figure, no distractions. <clears throat> but I think now it's quite nice just to have a little backdrop. It makes it look a bit more cinematic sometimes, depending on what I'm sort of going for. Um, so once that's all set up, lights off, I've got two LED spotlights mm. and I've got a little selection of the multicolored changing LEDs. And then it's literally just a case of pushing them inch by inch until they get in that perfect position where there's no glare or no sheen on the little Lego man's face because that is an absolute killer. When you think you've got a shot set up perfectly and then you've got a nice white line right down the middle of their face. <laughs> oh, it's, hard, it's so hard to get that right. I mean, I've tried Lego pictures, but I, I said to you, I, I don't know how the hell you get it. that It just doesn't look glarier in any way whatsoever. Because it, it, And at the same time as that, it's sharp and brings out the colours. Absolutely. It's a real uh, labour of love, I feel. You just have to keep pushing those lights around until you get the angle quite right. I can yeah. sit there for anything up to an hour just trying to get lighting alone, and that, wow. that is certainly the hardest bit. I wish I had sort of <clears throat> a proper set routine where I see people like creating Lego content in bulk, but I say I can just spend like an hour, hour and a half just getting for one shot. Um, and I think that's part of the enjoyment is getting the, the setup and getting the shot off. But at the same time, I really wish I could pump out more than one one shot per hour. Well, it's better that you take your time and get it right and do what you want to do. Well, yeah, I suppose you measure, 
measure twice, cut once, I think, is the, the famous <laughs> <laughs> Do a lot of that measuring. <laughs> but what I like, what I liked about you said is you also you have to, you're enjoying it still. You're making sure it's a labor of love. And so you're not just, you didn't at that point say, yeah, you know, I really hate doing that part and waiting for the lighting. So it's cool that you actually, you're enjoying the process because I feel like a lot of people just want to pump out the picture and, see how many likes they get so it's nice that you're making sure you take your time to get exactly what you're envisioning and uh, something that you're actually happy with yeah absolutely there's a lot of people like in the lego community creating some really beautiful shots so you kind of want to do your best just to keep up with that for your own sanity like you just don't want to pump out any old chuff you want to be up there with these other people who are creating such beautiful pieces of work with such a simplistic piece of plastic. Like you, yeah, it's worth investing time in. And I think it keeps your, keeps your brain going as well for an hour. It's always a challenge. <laughs> so what camera do you use for um, taking pictures of your Lego figures? Because it's so hard to get such a small, a small minifig that looks so sharp on a camera. I used to use um, my phone camera, which is just an Android. And I think I upgraded to a Sony bridge camera in the end. Um, <clears throat> had a bit of wedding money left over. So I thought, oh, we'll treat ourselves to a new calendar, new camera, my wife and I. And I ended up hijacking the camera. And I don't think she's seen it in 18 <laughs> months. <laughs> so that's just sat on its tripod in the, in the man cave upstairs. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good bit of kit. And I think, again, I don't know whether other people find this, but I'm always learning with the camera. I don't think I've mastered it for as long as we've had it. You're constantly learning. And I think that sort of goes in hand in hand with the taking time over shots. You set everything up, you get the lighting perfect, but you've still got to <laughs> fathom out how to line it all up on camera. Because I can take anything up to, feels like 30 different shots to find one which I'm happy with so yeah it's it's a tricky one I wish I could say I'd mastered the camera but <laughs> like I said before it's absolute winginess <laughs> <laughs> well you definitely have your own style when it comes to your photos and especially the Lego photos and uh, about about how long do you think it took to uh, acquire that style? Because I know personally when I started, and I know when I talk to a lot of people, the tendency is to when you see other people, you you enjoy their work, but you definitely don't want to copy them and you want to create your own thing. So you you feel like you definitely have acquired that. So about how long do you think it took for you to, to get your own style going? Well, it's very kind of you to say that I have my own style. I can still see influences from people who I've admired over the last six years. Um, I started it, when was it? 2012, I started um, shooting. Mm. And there's various people like Brett Wilson. I think there's an account called Castle in the Pool. I think those are very distinctive um, photographers, the way they do it. And I think I remember trying to emulate them. And I think it's only really... Ugh, maybe the last couple of years where I felt I've kind of struck out on my own and I have developed something that's a bit more unique. Um, nice. 
Yeah, I think it's a tricky one to say because I think you guys can obviously see that I have a style, whereas when I look at my own stuff, I can see I've taken aspects of different photographers. So I still see their work, whereas you guys probably see something very different, and that's quite a strange concept for me. <laughs> it's nice that you think I've got my own style. I'll definitely take the compliment. <laughs> no problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> A lot, one thing that I do love about your account as well is that you like to take your Lego figures, especially outdoors, and do some outdoor pictures, which is great because I feel like it really brings out the richness of the, the colours in the figures. Yeah, it's been so long since I took um, figures outdoors, but it's it's a really great place to shoot. If you can find like some moss, that goes really well with like the Lego scale, and you can make it look yeah, like a really cinematic sort of piece um, without having to build like a little diorama or something or Photoshop it in. I think Lego is sort of the perfect scale for for taking stuff outdoors and you get down on your hands and knees and you can create some really nice stuff. <laughs> provided... It's so much more fun shooting outdoors as well, isn't it, sometimes? Say again? It's so much more fun shooting outdoors sometimes as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah, providing it's not windy or raining. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true <laughs> I think the worst time to sort of shoot is uh, you've got September, October so you're, <laughs> no, God, yeah. in, you're in the wind and you've got people wondering why you're down on your hands and knees with a camera <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that situation where you've been taking a picture and someone's like asked you um, what you're doing yes absolutely I think we, I've um, been on a few toy photography meetups um, before now and I remember a group of us went out to a national trust property and we're sort of minding our own business and then this old bloke comes over with a little kid and like see trying to see what we're doing mm-hmm. um so they said oh what are you doing what are you doing so we explained oh we're lego photographers and the response wasn't like oh that's good the response literally was the granddad going oh come on come on come away charlie come away like <laughs> like we're dangerous or something <laughs> they were from these lunatics <laughs> Those, those dangerous Lego photographers that everyone talks about. Don't corrupt your children into a lifetime of throwing money at figures. No, I, I just hate it when people are like that. There's no reason to be so protective and it's just so stupid. It's a very strange reaction to have. It's all you could have done, oh, okay, that's fair enough, but just try and drag your child away like I'm some sort of name. <laughs> so, sorry, I am here, I do have feelings, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, it's an awkward situation. Maybe he's just seen beard and like beard and bald guy and lurking around in the in the bushes and thought, right, he's clearly up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> the Lego, the Lego thing's just a cover. Exactly. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm wasting my money on. <laughs> well, you you are a big uh, Batman fan, are you not? I am indeed. Yeah, I am indeed. Well, okay. I'll say. Fan. I'm a fan of the villains. I could take or leave Bruce. <laughs> okay, okay. So does that mean that you are a fan of Batman the M.A. series? I am indeed, yes. That was uh, part of my childhood growing up, Saturday mornings. Perfect. Okay, then we have to ask you the traditional question that we ask everyone on this show. And so far, usually we get about an 85% uh, different answer, so... Not too many people are the same, which is awesome. What are your top three favorite episodes? 
Oh, I've been thinking about this all afternoon. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, I tried to narrow it down, but I'm going to say the two-faced two-parter, where okay. that has got to be up there for me, because Two-Face is one of my favourite characters. I think the whole duality we can all relate to, so kind of watching that as a little kid, the origins of Two-Face, that was just fantastic. When Big Bad Harv finally gets some uh, some screen time. <laughs> yeah. Other two, Christmas with the Joker is up there for me. I know it's a real night episode for some people, but I really love it. Him escaping the asylum of that Christmas tree is just burned into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a great episode. It's such a fun episode. I could watch it any time of the year. It doesn't need to be Christmas. I'd, I'd just whack it on. <laughs> I think the last one is probably, it could be controversial, I'm not sure. Joker's Millions, which I think was the first appearance of the redesigned Joker. I think That's that was... Pretty good choice. Wow. I the redesigned Joker. I thought he was pretty good. I know not many people like him because he hasn't got the big red smile. He's got the beady little shark eyes, but no, I, I really like that for the Joker. And it's it was really so much more creepy. Absolutely, yeah. I think the shark eyes, I think, were more scary than anything else. And I think it was a real, uh, it was a pretty good Harley episode as well, where she finally thinks now he's got all this money, he's going to post a bail, he's going to get her out of Arkham. And then he's hosting <laughs> Harley auditions on the TV. And she's just like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I she's woke up seeing what this relationship really is. Oh, it gets fake Harley with Mr. G. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. And it was Janice from Friends as well, which I didn't realise till years later. No oh, way. No way. Of course. Yeah. Rewatch it, boys. You'll see the truth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be able to watch that episode in the same light again. <laughs> I learn something new every day. Wow! Once you can't unhear it. <laughs> and those are great. Uh, those are that's a great variety of episodes as well. I don't know if too many people have picked any of those episodes. So I really like that array. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. Yeah. It took me all afternoon, but I got there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first person to pick a new Avengers episode that isn't Over the Edge as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Over the Edge was up there for me, but I thought so many people have said it. I thought there's got to be other great episodes. And I rewatched Joker's Millions this afternoon. And yeah, it's it's cool. definitely up there for me. It's a right laugh. Oh, it has that one line that everybody loves where he's like, I'm crazy enough to think I'm Batman, <laughs> but the IRS, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I like Alone sells it, doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, he. Uh, that's uh, definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong either with any Joker where Mark Hamill's saying anything. It's like every line he basically says is a classic. Absolutely, yeah. I think Hamill for me will always be the Joker. I can't quite get over that uh, that hurdle. Every time they see like a new Joker thing, like Jared Leto or Leto, yeah. You, didn't do it for me. Even Nicholson, to some extent, it has to be Hamill. Hamill all the way. <laughs> you are a purist. I like it. I am indeed. <laughs> I'm expect- once this once this podcast goes out, I'm expecting a few people to unfollow because of that opinion. <laughs> no, no, 
You might get more people following. Anything. <laughs> you never know. Hopefully, Mr. Hamill himself. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That I would make me jealous. <laughs> I would totally milk that opportunity. Expect to see all my friends. Just posting in your story, just a reminder. He <laughs> you still loves me. <laughs> Scott, you got your famous question? Yes, absolutely. So I know that you're a big fan of the Arkham series as well. I am. Some pretty cool Arkham figures. So um, what is your top four of the games that, that we've had so far? This is always a difficult one for people, but... This will be interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. I'm going to say number four, Origins. It's not a bad game at all, but there's, I don't know, there's just not enough quite in it. When you line it up against the others, you think there's just the Easter eggs and everything. It doesn't quite power up. So that has to be number four. Number three, I'm only halfway through Arkham Knight, but I think that's where Arkham Knight is going to come on this list. It's a great game, but that Batmobile is, (laughs) oh man, that is tough. (laughs) I feel you. I think I would have driven off a cliff by now. (laughs) It was first, first. I just can't get to grips with it. I fall Batmobile yeah, it's such a Marmite thing, the Batmobile is. Every time we ask someone about it, some people love it, some people absolutely hate it. There's never any middle ground. It's a beautiful-looking car. When it, That cutscene where it comes on for the first time, you think, oh, this is fantastic. I can't wait to drive this. And then when you hit reverse and you're just shunting around, I think, this is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like once you enter that Batmobile for the first time, you never exit it. It's just you're constantly stuck inside. It's just a nightmare. <laughs> I think. And then if I'm going top two, it's going to have to be City and then Asylum. Even though City is bigger and more beautiful, I just love the claustrophobicness of Asylum, all the yeah, Easter eggs. Right. You unlocked all that beautiful artwork when you've like solved the riddles. Well, that's true. And it was just a really great game. I think character design, everything about it for me, it ticks all the boxes. You get to see Harley in a nurse uniform. Beautiful. <laughs> Work of art. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy as well, that game. Like, there's something about it. It's like a, it's a bit of a horror game at times. True. Oh, yeah. And when you've, um, the amount of times I was just wondering about it in the game, they're one of those straight jacketed things with attack me absolutely oh yeah yeah that's absolutely terrifying because you don't hear it coming it's not like the other games where you're getting shot at you can at least sort of dodge a few bullets literally these weirdos come diving out of the bushes and just jump on you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a great top four that's a really good top four it's a tough one you can tell that you're starting them out though well, yeah, I think after listening to so many of your shows now and everyone has such great answers, I thought I can't come in half, half-hearted here. You've got to give it some thought. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was, there is something we kind of skipped over that we have mm-hmm. to get back to. Um, you mentioned you have a son, so I'd imagine you have a wife, correct? I do indeed, yeah. 
Okay, so we must ask, what does she think of all of this, of your hobby, your photography, Instagram? I think she's partly to blame for all of it, to be honest. <laughs> as controversial as that may be, like she'll never, she'll never uh, admit it, but she got me into Instagram. She taught me how to use a camera. Um, and, well, I think as a kid, obviously you have Lego and then you have your dark ages where you, you find girls, you find booze, and you drop all your toys. And then... I like that, that you call I like that you call it the dark age. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a bleak time, mate. It's really hard time. <laughs> and everyone has it where you're trying to hide that part of yourself and it just fights back. Exactly. Yeah. No one wants to date a guy that's got 10 ton of Lego knocking around his bedroom. So yeah. you put it to the back of your wardrobe, you pretend it don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, after the dark ages, I think I met more my wife. My now wife moved in with me when she was still my girlfriend. And there was some Lego on sale on Amazon, like warehouse deal. And she's like, I'll get it. It'd be fun to build together. So I bought it, and she's like, oh, that's really good. Well, why don't you get another set? And that's how it started. She's an absolute oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's an enabler. Totally an enabler, yeah. She's, she's, she looks around the man cave and says, oh, my God, you've got so many toys. And it's like, you encouraged me to buy these. <laughs> you wanted to build this Lego set with me. You said it would be fun, so you can't take it back now. And plus the camera was a joint purchase as well, so. Exactly. It was used with wedding money. It was perfect. <laughs> trying to get that investments worth. Exactly, yeah. But no, I think she's pretty cool with it, to be honest. I think I have I could have uh, landed a worse wife who wouldn't tolerate this. But no, oh, she, yeah, you could have. Yeah, I think I've got a few friends who are a bit like that, who have <laughs> <laughs> all their stuff slowly bin-bagged and put out the back door. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Oh, exactly, all that plastic. <laughs> We've all seen the end of Toy Story 3. It's not a happy ending for Unloved Toys, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> But no, I think I got pretty lucky with the, with the wife. And I think one day, or well, my son will have uh, all these toys, so we best, best like them. <laughs> hmm. Well, actually, while you were um, saying about friends and that, what do people think? Because I know you've mentioned from time to time people that you work with and, and friends. What do they all think of what you do? Um, the work people, they don't really get it at all, to be honest. Um, but I think they're only really interested in knitwear and gin. So they're quite <laughs> quite close-minded to that, that. I think they yeah. think what I do is a bit weird, um, which I sort of get from an outsider's view. I think I'm taking pictures of little pieces of plastic, which they think are kids' toys. So it's kind of a strange hobby when sort of yeah. most blokes my age are out, like football, they, they have a drink, they booze. Whereas I just lock myself in the dark and take pictures of Lego. <laughs> um, I've got a few friends like who don't take, who aren't photographers. They seem to quite like what I do. I think it's just a bit of a novelty for them to to see what I can create with uh, with toys. So they're pretty cool with it. Um, but yeah, it's quite nice just to have Instagram as an outlet, really, where you can meet like-minded people. 
who do the same thing as you do because it can sometimes feel a bit of a a lonely hobby when you're sat in your room and by yourself taking pictures for people that you're never gonna see um but now you can just sort of dm somebody you can comment and yeah it's other 30 year old people <laughs> take <doing> exactly <laughs> what you're doing and it's yeah it's uh it's a real comfort that like we've got that option and we've, we've said it before but toys are not for kids anymore they're, they're now it's now collectors Absolutely, yeah. Look at the price markups on Lego. That tells you who's buying it these days. Yeah, that's so true. It is an adult market now, I'm afraid. Kids, go back to, go back to your Nintendo Switch. Go back to your building blocks. <laughs> We've got Lego and <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Absolutely. Now, have, you, have you seen anything from New York Toy Fair that uh, has caught your eye? Yes, of course I have. <laughs> it's been all over Instagram this afternoon. I think those new DC animated, your Azrael, your Red Hood, your Deathstroke, they look absolutely beautiful pieces. And I love the fact that they've gone with the, the hush and the under the hood design for, for Jason with his alternative head and he's got the melon streak in his hair. That is an instant buy for me. I have no shame in pre-ordering that. <laughs> oh, they look so, so cool. Yeah, they are lovely looking pieces. I think the animated ones, yeah, they've got a real, uh, I've got a real soft spot for those. I think you've got the nostalgia factor because obviously we all would have watched it growing up as kids. And I think as a, a kid version of me, would have loved to have had these figures, which we're getting now where they're accessoried, out the arse. They've got so <laughs> many different hands. They've got so many different accessories. They're block coloured. The articulation is nice. Yeah, they're just beautiful figures. And I think the fact that we're now we're getting more of them from like the expanded universe that we're getting Deathstroke, which as far as I remember, I don't remember seeing in the Batman um, animated series. Mm. But like beautiful block coloured figures. Yeah, it's it's a really exciting time to be a collector, I think. Yeah, and they even put the uh, the classic pirate boot style on him. So it just yes. awesome. it looks so good. That's really exciting. I really hope that uh, they're not going to come out with a release date of 2020 or something oh. like that. <laughs> They've dangled that carrot of the new Two Face figures, the, the Scarecrow figures. They've dangled that for too long. I, I, we need uh, we need them now. <laughs> yeah, they've been yeah, milking. Uh, have you guys seen? I don't know if you guys have seen any pictures. Did they show with those uh, the Red Hood and the Azrael and uh, Deathstroke? Did they show accessories with them? I didn't um, see any, but I, I did notice Red Hood has got a holster, so I'm guessing he's going to have a gun. Um, we've got the alternative head. Whether we've seen anything else, I've seen Azrael has got a batarang with him, it had on his base. Just a little batarang that was placed by it. I think nice. Deathstroke's got like a knife on the side of his shoe. So, uh, to be honest, I think they'll come with accessories because they look yeah, like they're just sure. a continuation from the BTS line. I think to get a Deathstroke without any like weapons would just be a bit of a, <laughs> a sad day all round, really. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they've shown alternate head sculpts is encouraging. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and then the other thing I think is huge. 
I can't wait to get. I'm definitely getting. I don't care how much it costs. Is the Michael Keaton Mezco? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was looking at it this afternoon. I thought I I know who's going to want that. <laughs> yes, they're doing I mean, some beautiful stuff at Mezco at the minute. There's what? How many? Maybe about ten different ones they've put out now. Like the Wonder Woman, the Aquaman, the Batman. I think there's Moon Knight from Marvel. There's some really nice looking figures coming. Yeah, they showed another Green Lantern. Yeah. So I, they might take four or five years to come out, but at least they're coming. <laughs> the really worrying thing with Mezco, like so many more previews, like, like just release some damn figures already. Stop showing things and release them. Just deliver what you've promised rather than adding more onto that dangling carrot. <laughs> exactly. Like they've had that Sovereign Knight Batman on like pre release for about nine months and they still are faffing around with altering his costume. Yeah, they've already shown the Supreme Knight. Or whatever mm. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna put Supreme. it on the 14th birthday list and pray that I get it within the next ten years. <laughs> are you are are you a big Mezco guy? We haven't really asked you. Um, I only have a handful of Mezco stuff. Uh, it's only recently that I've started sitting up and take notice of what they're putting out again. But it is just that waiting list, which is the killer. Yeah. And I've, I've yet to dip my toe back into it. I picked up a lot of um, the Hellboy Mezco from about 10 years ago because I'm a big, uh, big Hellboy fan and Dark Horse. So they were sort of eBay purchases for me and... Again, Mezco do some beautiful sculpts, and you can really sort of appreciate how much work's gone into making these figures look so great. But it's just that wait list. <laughs> that is the killer. Yeah, that plus the ever-increasing price. and Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the price is really getting quite steep on some of them. Like they're, they're exclusives for no reason. I feel like just to get money, just put an extra zero on that price tag. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Greedy, greedy swines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they really are. And like, I love how they will release a figure, and you're like pumped on. You're like, oh, that's awesome! You'll buy it as soon as people start getting it. And this is the alternate version. It's like way better. Like ten times more accessories. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Have you boys seen the DC Prime Batman that I've uh, put a few pictures up? That armored <laughs> Batman with all the accessories. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, that looks pretty nice. What do you think about the uh, the new scale though? <laughs> oh, I, I was the, the thing is with this figure, right? I would. On Friday, I think it was, when it got shown, I was all for it. I thought this is actually quite an interesting new line they're going to do. Because um, I, I, I like the look of him. He looks really sort of badass Batman. And the, he's got wires in his cape. The cape looks pretty cool. It almost looks like a... It's got like a carbon fibre effect on the cape. It looks really weird. But mm. I quite like it. And then... Even the nine-inch scale was fine because it, it looks like you get more detail and more articulation. But then when I looked on Big Bad Toy Store a day later, $99 for that. Are no, you kidding? No, what? Not, yeah, if that, if that was $50, I'd 
Oh, now I feel I could go unbridled now. <laughs> yeah, if, if if it was like fifty, sixty dollars, I would snap that hand off. I'll have that Holy thing. Holy crap! Ninety nine dollars for that? No, no, thank you. Yeah, that's that not happening. <laughs> I think it looks like garbage. I hate it. I think it looks like it's trying to be even more of a Arkham Knight version of the suit than Arkham Knight, and it looks like it's almost robotic. It looks like it's almost like a Tony Stark Iron Man version. I don't care about the, the scale because I have Beast Kingdom figures that are around 8 or 9 inch, and you can always uh, fudge the scale and make it work with 6 inch figures, but I also don't think the sculpts look that, that good. If you look at some of the faces, I think it looks like... Uh, cheap versions of the Batman Ninja kind of and I don't it, now that it's, I didn't even look at the price because I had no interest in it but thing it's that much if you have a they have Beast Kingdom figures that look like little hot toys and they cost only 50 to 60 bucks and they come with yeah. just as many accessories and they, they. I know for a fact that they're sturdy. I mean, I don't know of DC collectibles, but they've been known to have some ser- lines that don't even articulate or break upon opening. So I can't believe they're even going to try on a figure. The first figure of a line that no one's even really interested in, they're going to charge almost a hundred bucks. Yeah, that is a that is a hard selling point. Ninety nine dollars. I didn't realize it was going to be that much because I've been like admiring the picture going, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's got accessories. It's got like a weird shouty face. Yeah, I, I can get behind this. But no, 99 quid, that's that's a no-go for me. <laughs> exactly. That's without shipping and tax. It, that, you know, it's, that's like 80 quid for us just to buy it. And then it's going to be like 120 when you've added everything on. If that's yeah. a perfect figure, that's just, just honestly, it isn't worth it. If it was like sort of sixty, like well, sort of dollars, it wouldn't be so bad. But yeah, it's just ridiculous that price. That's a lot of Lego you can buy for uh, hundred and twenty. <laughs> and then what if you buy it and you like it, and you spend all that money, and you're like, okay, I'm invested in this line, and then it just sucks, and no one gets, no one, well, it just flounders, and then you just bought all that. You spend all that money on one figure. You don't even get a second figure. Because yeah. they haven't shown any other figure. I'm guessing they'll just throw out a, a Superman, a Wonder Woman. A joke. Yeah, of course. Of course. We've got so many good Joker figures already with like loads of decent accessories. So I don't think we need another one, do we? No, 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 no. Definitely not. They need to just pick a line and put everything they've got into it. Like are these, the these, animated these... line? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even, even aside from that, they've already kind of done that. So keep on with that line and then start something new. I always have two lines going toe-to-toe with one another. I Don't can't. put all your eggs in one basket. And then like, when you've done it with the animated line, where do you go from there? You need something else on the back burner to keep it going and... <sighs> I just don't get like the essentials figures still because they're just generic characters painted differently. Like, be, be, no put, more effort, put more effort into that line and stop dipping into these other lines that are just not, you know, that are flawed from the start. I because... feel like they're they're like questioning the intelligence of the customer. Like you're almost calling them stupid to think that they're going to pay a hundred bucks for one figure. Yeah. You know there's going to be someone out there, though, that is going to just throw money. 
And it sucks. Like, because they are going to build up like a little bit of a base and then it is just going to pan out. I think DC need to stop jumping around and like Scott says, just stick to one or two lines and leave it at that and just see how it goes. They've got far too many fingers and far too many pies at the minute. That is very true. When Scott comes out here, I'm going to take him right to Burbank, right to headquarters, and he's going to have a meeting with him. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to have a five-year plan. All right, here, guys, this is what I think you should do. Get him to have a word about those films as well, so you can get them straightened out. (laughs) What I'll do, I'll take a Superman in a movie, an essentials one, and say, who is this figure? And they'll, they'll say Superman, and I'll go, no, that's not. That's that. Come on, he's just in a fancy dress. It's the exact same figure. It's the exact same figure with a cape on. That is the best description of it. That's perfect. Oh, my God. I love it. Man, I wouldn't want to get... I wouldn't want to be around Scott when he's riled up. <laughs> Definitely not. He is a man that knows his mind, is Scott. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really all that scary at all. Well, I hope not. You're going to be staying just, with me. Just annoyed. <laughs> okay. Another question I have, because you're out there around where uh, Scott is as well, do you find it just as hard to find DC multiverse figures? I have never, ever once seen a single DC multiverse figure on a shelf no. near me. <laughs> not one. <laughs> it's oh actually crazy, isn't it? Like, they just don't exist here. They're just a complete. No, not at all. Like, the only DC figures I see on shelves are in our bargain stores. In B and M bargains, that is the only time. Yeah. I will see a Batman on the shelf. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a tough time for being a DC fan at the minute. Yeah, I, I agree. I you have to either. I had to to drive 10 miles just to find the Bizarro figure. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? Like, you can either pay scalper prices or you can literally just pack up your car and go on a track (laughs) and hope that you're going to find something at the other end. So do you use Amazon for your multiverse if you ever get them? Um, I am frugal as the day is long. I will go wherever is cheapest. (laughs) A frugal frugal papillion, I like it. Absolutely. (laughs) When you've got a kid eating you out of house and home, mate, (laughs) you will go wherever you can find cheap. (laughs) I I definitely relate to that. I have heard the rumour that there is a toy store in the UK called The Entertainer and that they potentially are getting some multiverse figures in soon. Um, but oh, I have that. I've got one of those right next to where I work. I'm going to go tomorrow. Oh, there you go. And if it works, you can thank me later. If it, <laughs> it was all a rumor. <laughs> you should definitely. Uh, you should post like a little story when you go and tag them. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to see, see if there's multiverse there. That's a good idea. Yeah, because like you're saying, it's like finding Bigfoot. <laughs> You've got more chance of finding Bigfoot, I think, at the moment. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh. I think Hasbro have kind of got the got the monopoly over here in the UK at the minute. I think there's 
there's Marvel Legends, there's Black Series, and they're just sort of floating about in every single shop. Like, you can pick up Black Series in supermarkets now, but if you want a DC figure, no, you're really going to struggle, mate. It has to be uh, online at the minute. I feel the pressure. Uh, that's why I've been getting Star Wars lately. I've been feeling the pressure to get Marvel just because they're always new. Yeah. That's it. At least they're a bit more consistent. <laughs> It's like, it's like I think it's got seething in the background because we've mentioned the M word. Scott, <laughs> <laughs> off the phone. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have nothing to say. <laughs> you know I'm messing around. I'm trying to rip uh, DC. <laughs> uh, no, they really do. They've honestly got to make the most of it. Like, it. We've gone from the extreme of Suicide Squad figures being in every. <sighs> orifice of every toy store to absolutely nothing at all yeah if you want a captain boomerang from suicide squad i am the man there's about a truckload of them sat on my uh, local bnm bargains shelf (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so true captain boomerangs and katanas everywhere oh yes i think when uh, when the world goes wrong, all that's going to be left is uh, cockroaches and Captain Boomerang figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Well, Scott, do you have any uh, last things for our guest? Any, wor- any um, questions? Um, well, a big thank you for his support to me as a friend, as a person, and to this podcast. Because um, to connect over Instagram and become good friends with with people is just amazing cl thank you to you personally and uh yeah keep doing what you're doing keep inspiring it's it's genuinely fantastic to see all these amazing lego shots and btas and arkham shots it's what inspires me to keep going so yeah love it and uh yeah thank you so much for coming on that's right cheers very much very kind of you to say all those things right i appreciate it now, do you prefer to go by Jim or James? I will take either, to be honest. <laughs> you can call okay. me Jim. Okay. Well, I want to thank you as well, Jim, for coming on. Uh, it's It was a blast getting to meet you. I've seen your work for a while now, and it's cool to pick your brain and uh, get to learn a little bit of your background and also the struggle of just what it takes to be a collector there and it's also cool to hear that you're a family man and that uh, that your family supports it and enjoys doing it with you. And Yeah, if you guys aren't following him again, please check out his Lego handle is at JRC underscore Rose. And again, what is your other action figure account? The other one is the toy pile. No underscores or anything? Let me just double check. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a double straight, check. Straight up the to- the toy pile, and that is where he does um he does Batman animated series pictures. He does a whole vast array of anything that he could basically get his hands on. And <laughs> it's definitely uh enjoyable to follow both accounts and see the creativity he has. It also will inspire you. And yeah, this was a blast. And hopefully, uh, if you don't mind, we could reconnect and five to six months and you could come on again we could check in and see how you're doing yeah absolutely that'd be fantastic nice i think that would be a, a lot of fun and yeah uh, make sure you that uh you guys again follow him especially this is our lego week so if you guys are checking out 
the Lego movie and you guys are itching for more, you have a, you have a whole page here that you could just uh, consume and uh, binge. So we want to thank you guys again for all your support, all the messages, uh, letting us know that you enjoy the show, that you are continuing to enjoy the guests. Uh, we want to thank you for uh, the reviews that you write on iTunes and just the fact that you listen. That's a bit good enough support for us. So this has been DC Figures and Collectibles. Uh, we do what you do too. And we involve our families in our hobby because that is our creative outlet. So thank you for listening. And we will be back again very soon. Look forward to you joining us. Goodbye.